Good morning, it's Justin Moran from the Workspace Podcast. Welcome. Today we have a really special guest, Alicia Williams from Aliste Marketing, and she presented during a recent Lunch and Learn on a really fascinating topic in today's business world, especially for small business people, on how to leverage technology and processes and social media to drive business. After the Lunch and Learn, we spent a few minutes recording this short podcast. We hope you all enjoy. Here you go. Good morning. Welcome to the Workspace Podcast. Today, we have a really special guest, Alicia Williams from Aliste Marketing. So this is a first in a series of Lunch and Learn slash podcast that we're going to do. It's a way for us to bring new content to our members. We're going to do a Lunch and Learn, we'll do a podcast, and then hopefully we'll turn it into a blog as well. Oh, fun. So uh, Alicia, why don't you just take a few minutes and give folks a better understanding of who you are and what you do. Okay, awesome. Well, first, thank you so much for having me. It's super exciting. Um, my first time visiting the workspace, and it's absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Um, so a little bit background on myself. I own Aliste Marketing. We are a full-service team that we really work hand-in-hand with businesses to develop their marketing strategy um, and understand what their story is. And every brand has a story, whether you're a one-person show or a large company. And our job as marketers and almost storytellers is to figure out what that story is, understand who the right buyer is, and then know with our experience and kind of our skill set what channels your audience is really digesting that information so that the story is told in the best way. Because at the end of the day, people buy into stories rather than um, a fancy advertisement. Um, So our essence and and really our core of what we do is really dive deep into what our client's story is. And many don't even think they have a story Mm. until they start talking. And then I'm like, that's your story. That's what we're holding on to. And then we build entire marketing programs and campaigns and lead nurturing processes around that. So that's kind of a niche of what we've really excelled at. But personally, I am an entrepreneur at heart. I started my business at 21 uh, in 2008, which if anyone can remember, was a horrible year. Yes, it was. Horrible, <laughs> yes, horrible year. I remember it. Mm-hmm. I remember going on interviews every every day and competing with marketing professionals that had been veterans in the industry for years. Um, and unfortunately, marketing is one of the first things to go. So I was an entry-level marketer competing with somebody that had years of experience on me. And so it was just a no-brainer that if I wanted to make it, I needed to start hustling like crazy and going to networking events and bringing in my own money. And once I started getting the adrenaline and the high of talking to people and learning their stories and making money doing that, I could never (laughs) probably work in corporate because I like that entrepreneurial like motivation and that fire. Awesome. Awesome. Can you give us a quick story about a recent customer where you've helped them with your full suite of services and and how you sort of work with them? One of my favorites that um, we've worked with, and mainly because brand goes so much further than a logo, and the logo is just the tip of the iceberg. And so when a client comes to us and say, we just need a logo, we need a brand, it's like, okay, but what is the experience that you're offering? And we see this mostly in hospitality. When you go to a hotel, and I was just recently away, so I'll kind of use this as an example, but we stayed at a hotel 
And the entire inside of the hotel was designed to be like Instagram friendly. They wanted people to take pictures. They wanted people to tag the hotel in those pictures. And you saw these different selfie spots spread out throughout the actual property. And then you check into your room and they have lavender essential oils next to your pillow for you to relax. They have the robes ready. Um, They have complimentary snacks, even to having a stay fit sticker that says, if you forgot your sneakers, we have them so you can go enjoy our gym. That's all part of a brand experience. Mm -hmm. And you may not have the marketing budget of your mainstream hotel chains, but if you take that same idea and you apply it to a small boutique resort, which we work very closely with in the hospitality field, is how can we make that guest experience so much better that they want to take pictures without us asking. They want to tell their friends that their favorite snack was Cape Cod chips and that was in the the condo or the cottage when they arrived. Those are the little attention to detail that all has to do with marketing. Mm. And when I say yes, we're marketers, people think, oh, it's a magazine ad or it's a Facebook post, but it's not. It's I want somebody to have an experience from the minute that they go on your website to when they check in or they purchase a product. What does your invoice look like? Everything that is client-facing is marketing. And that is what drives our my excitement is the experience that we can create, whether it's a financial planning company to a hotel. Very cool. Long-winded story, but um, no, that's... your logo is literally only the tip of what a brand and a culture is. Absolutely. So. Yeah, no, I'm glad to hear you talking about sort of the holistic approach to it. And it's got my head thinking, how can I create something so cool that someone wants to take a selfie in front of it? You know, I mean? Exactly. And you look, actually, Chronicle just did a whole special on um, how these restaurants are really completely revamping and renovating their spaces to even have tables specific for Instagram influencers. So the lighting is perfect for the food. The tables are marble because that takes a better picture. The Mm. plates and everything is so meticulously thought out. So while you're eating that lobster roll, the people that designed that lobster roll thought about what it would look like on your camera. And that's how we're seeing every business change. And in this hotel, they had a massive living wall. If you go on our Instagram, you could see the story. But there's a massive living plant wall that's perfect for taking pictures or like the chandeliers were gorgeous. It's like everything that was done was meant to be shared. And I think our culture of always being on the phone or on Instagram and taking pictures is what drives the design decisions of big brands and even the small guys. So Very cool. Very yeah. interesting. It is. Lots of food for thought there. I, You know, it's a blessing and a curse because I can't look at now something. Now you can't stop. <laughs> yeah. I can't look at something without thinking like, what was the story? Or did somebody really sit around a table and think that was a good idea? And right. There's so many different brands and logos that do this. And I'm like, oh my God, somebody, nobody stood up and raised their hand and said like, uh, I don't know if that's a good thought. <laughs> right, right. So you've been so kind today to uh, share with us some some content at the Lunch and Learn about an uh, interesting topic called smarketing. Yeah. I was able to, you sent me the presentation before so I could grab a couple of insights before we jumped on the podcast today, but it really sounds like you're talking about how to leverage technology and processes to make life easier when you're out there marketing with all these new tools as uh, social media has sort of taken over. So Could you expand on that a little bit? Tell us a little bit about what you're going to talk about today. Sure. Um, I think one of the golden things about marketing, especially in today's 
world is that you can market anywhere. You can market through your phone, your computer, doing a podcast. You can literally talk to the world with a click of a button, and that wasn't able to be done 15, 20 years ago. So a lot of the presentations, marketing is just really being smart about your marketing. It's not pushing papers around and leaving at the end of the day and saying, I sent out two newsletters because that's what I was supposed to do. But like, why did you do it? And did you have to be the one to actually send it out or could it have been automated? Mm -hmm. And there's numerous different tools available to any price point of business um, to utilize for lead nurturing and for those email campaigns and your social posts. And so me as an entrepreneur, I work tirelessly to try to really do what I do and do it better. But I also take that flexibility of being entrepreneur to travel with my family and go visit places. And I don't even need to tell my clients I'm away because their marketing doesn't stop when I'm, I'm away. So one example I give in the presentation is, you know, my family, we took a, a family trip to California and in the morning I would check my email on my phone, answer anything, but all of the social calendars for our clients were already done. All of the tweets were going out. So while I was enjoying a beach day, my marketing was still happening. Nice. So the presentation is about not marketing more in order to get more results. It's just being smarter with what you're doing and what you're posting so that there is a, a mission and a call to action behind everything that you're doing. Very good. So Very we, good. we go through different tools and ideas to really help any business of any size. Like most business owners, I always have ideas coming in and out of my head. Yes. You have a notebook for it? I don't. <laughs> so <laughs> shame on me. Yeah, yeah. So I need a, so I need a good notebook that I, I don't mind carrying around. One of the things I struggle with is consistency. Do you have any tips for consistency? Yes. Publishing three times a week, Mm -hmm. however. Absolutely. The only way to stay consistent is to have a plan in place and automation. So, for example, my editorial calendar is completed already for August. So we know exactly what's going out every single day. And um, we're scheduling it out. We're tracking it specific to different campaigns that we're running. We have milestones that we need to hit on those posts. And then if something comes up mid-August that I said, no, this would be perfect for an Instagram story, I still have the ability to go in and ad hoc and, and do it. But if I'm busy doing a presentation, for example, or on vacation or in a meeting or on site with a client, I don't have to remember to post something. I'm working every day client-facing. I'm meeting with clients. I'm I'm figuring out the strategy to help them. I'm meeting with prospects. I don't have the mindset to be typing on Facebook, Mm. but I have an unbelievable voices behind me and bodies behind me to, to do that and the processes that we put in place. So as a business owner, you have to really use the highest and best use of your time. And Mm. that is so much easier said than done, especially when you're strapped for cash. But if you could spend five hours a week prospecting or meeting with clients instead of posting on Instagram, then you'd make more money (laughs) doing that. So that's a lot of what we do with clients is we act as their marketing team and department and integrate very closely in full transparency with them so that they can do what they need to do to run their business. I can imagine there's so many business owners out there that you meet every day that are very good at doing what they mm-hmm. doing what they do on a daily basis. Right. But when they just sort of think about the whole social media marketing realm, they just get intimidated, overwhelmed. So you are there to sort of put the processes in place and then execute if they decide to engage you for something like that. Yeah. And I think it's also easier to market something that you're not in every day. And I do this with my business. I'm so married to what I do 
that I see, I could see the big picture, but sometimes I really rely on my team around me to say, hey, what about this Mm -hmm. from an outsider's perspective? And so for us, when I go into a company and I talk with them and I start really asking deep questions and digging, they didn't think they even had a story. And within a half hour, I know exactly what the story is and how to market that story, but they would have never seen that because they are too far into it. To them, their story is just that that's their life. Like there's nothing special about it. And a great example, I was talking with a gentleman and he was saying he became in the finance industry because he realized that his parents had no kind of financial literacy and he never wanted that for his family or for clients. And that's why he did it. And I was like, that's your story. Like there's a reason why you went into this, not just because it's lucrative, but because you had a real personal impact on it. And that was a story that was never told. But once you open that up, it's amazing. I mean, everyone has a story. It's just encouraging them to to share it, really. Awesome. Well, in the interest of time, we've got to sort of get ready for our presentation, kind of wrap things up. But let's just end it with how can people reach you? Let's, sure. What are your um, socials? Yep. So you can always visit alistemarketing.com. I have to check out all of the information that we do. You can read more about me. Um, we're on Instagram, Elise Day Marketing. All of our social pages, our handle is Elise Day Marketing. You can always shoot me an email and reach out. So we look forward to, to talking with people and meeting new business owners and entrepreneurs. And I honestly love listening to their stories. So even if the, we don't become a client, it is so empowering to just surround yourself with like-minded people that totally, agree. totally have a fire underneath their, right their tush. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. Well, thanks again. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. This has been the Workspace Podcast with Justin Moran. Stay tuned for our next podcast in the Lunch and Learn series, which will be on the 22nd of August. Our next guest on the Workspace Podcast will be Emily Lee Smith. She's an attorney and she specializes in helping small businesses like ours navigate the world of small business law. So join us then. Thanks so much for listening.